everyone. Today it is just me on the podcast. Sorry that I'm a little late in getting this out to you, but I've been traveling the last couple weeks and am recording this just a few hours before boarding a long flight back to Sydney. So just getting this in before I head out. I want to thank you all for continuing to support the podcast. If you are listening to this episode and you do not follow the show, you can do that on Apple Podcasts if you listen there by clicking the plus button at the top of the screen. That's the only one that's confusing. If you listen on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, or anywhere else, um, you can follow that just by clicking the follow button. And that just means that new episodes will go directly into your feed if you're following the podcast. Someone mentioned to me this week that they listen to the show on Podbean, and there are a number of comments on the episodes over there, so I apologize. If I haven't seen those, I'm, I'm going to go check them out, and I want to thank you for those who do listen on that platform. I also want to encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, we have now passed the 500 subscriber mark, so thank you all for making that happen, and uh, we're quickly closing in on 600 subscribers over there so make sure to check it out you can also follow us on facebook instagram tiktok and wherever else books are sold Uh, in in all seriousness thanks for connecting to us weekly on those platforms we love interacting with you and and looking at the comments and, and seeing how god is using some of the content to bless you and to bless others so thank you for Uh, linking up with us there. Now let's get to our topic here today. Now this is something uh, that you would have probably heard said a time or two if you've been in a church for a while. You would have heard this phrase mentioned uh, by a preacher or by somebody in the church and, and it is that we need to preach Jesus. But what does it mean to preach Jesus? The best example that I can find of someone simply preaching Jesus is found in Acts chapter 8, and it's when an Ethiopian who worked for the Queen of Ethiopia had traveled to Jerusalem, and uh, he was interacting with Philip, and he had some questions about what he was reading about uh, the Messiah in Isaiah chapter 53, and he actually reads that portion of Isaiah 53, and we see it here in Acts chapter 8, verses 32 to 33, and this is what he was reading. He said, Jesus, or whoever, was led as a sheep to slaughter, and as a lamb before its shearer is silent, so he does not open his mouth. In humiliation his judgment was taken away. Who will relate his generation? For his life is removed from the earth. And he asked the apostle Philip, Who is the prophet talking about here? Who, who, who is he referring to? Is he talking about himself? or someone else? And Philip hears that question, and he responds to it by starting at that scripture in Isaiah, and verse 35 of Acts chapter 8 says that he started from that verse in Isaiah, and he began to simply preach Jesus to the Ethiopian that day. It didn't have to be fancy, it didn't have to be out there, it didn't have to be some deep revelation. It's found in scripture, but Philip simply preached Jesus. And that is what this world truly needs. This world needs to hear the message 
of Jesus. It, it doesn't necessarily need more sleep, though. That is very helpful, and I'm hoping to get a few hours here uh, today. It doesn't need uh, seven steps to success. Uh, it doesn't need more of that. It doesn't need another inspirational TikTok, even though we do like to put those out and create those Instagram reels. That's not necessarily what this world needs, or another inspirational YouTube video. That That's not exactly what it needs. It, it doesn't need a list of do's or don'ts. You need to do this and, and not do that. that. That's not what the world needs. It needs Jesus. That's what the world needs. It needs Jesus. It needs to hear the message of Jesus preached. It needs to hear, as it says in John 1, 1, that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were created by Him. Without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was light, and that light was the life of men. And you skip down to verse 14, it says, And that Word became flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. That Word, that Logos, it became flesh in the man, Jesus Christ. It needs to hear the message uh, of John 3. I know we've seen it on billboards. We've seen it uh, at uh, sporting events, John 3.16, but it is still powerful. It is still a life-changing passage. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God didn't send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. We can find salvation through Jesus. And finally, it needs to hear the words that Jesus himself said in John chapter 3 when he said that we need to be born again of the water and of the Spirit. And without that, no man will be able to enter in, will be able to see the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. So Jesus was saying we have to be born again. That's what this world needs to hear. It needs to hear the message of Jesus, the hope that he brings that only he can give to us. And and I imagine that Philip preached something similar that day. He may have gone through those passages or he talked about who the Messiah was and, and how Jesus was that Messiah. And, and, and ultimately, as they traveled along the road, the Ethiopian, he shouted out in excitement when he saw a body of water. He said, look, there's water. What prevents us to be baptized? And I want to highlight this really quick because I think it's very important. You need to notice that the preaching of Jesus always leads to the message of salvation. When we preach about Jesus, when we talk about Jesus, it shouldn't just be about how great he is or how wonderful he is, but ultimately it needs to lead to the message of salvation. If we are talking about him properly, if we are preaching him properly, then it will lead to a message of salvation. And Philip responded to the Ethiopian's question that day, uh, that question about baptism. He said, if you believe with your heart, if you believe with your heart, you may. And he answered, the Ethiopian, he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And, and that's so important that we believe. But you will notice something that Philip did that day. He didn't stop with the Ethiopian just believing that Jesus was the Son of God and that Jesus was the Messiah. No, he 
continued on and he fulfilled the request that the Ethiopian eunuch had that day. And he took him down and they both went into the water. Philip, uh, as they stopped the chariot, they entered into the water and Philip baptized the eunuch that day. He was fulfilling what Jesus said in John 3, that you need to be born again of water and of spirit. As Peter echoed in Acts chapter 2 when he said, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. It's all matching up there. And so that is why Philip didn't stop with just belief, but he said we need to go ahead and get baptized because the message of Jesus will always lead to the message of salvation. Jesus didn't come just to be a good guy, just to be a, a wonderful teacher, but he came to save. He came to deliver. He came to set free. And uh, all of this happened because Philip was willing to preach Jesus. He was willing to simply share the message of hope that can be found in uh, the story of Jesus, in the life of Jesus, the message of the cross. And we see that the Ethiopian eunuch, his life was changed forever that day because of the message that Philip shared with him, the message of Jesus. I want to finish up our time together today with, with this story. Uh, I was listening to the Missions Table, and that's a great podcast uh, by Brother Nathan Herod and his team. And he was interviewing a man from Serbia uh, named, and I, and I hope I get this name somewhat right, but it was Radvan Hajduk. And, and he shared a powerful testimony. And, and I believe uh, you can find this story in episode 19. It's entitled The Healing Process. I'll make sure to link it in the show notes, so if you're listening to this or watching, you can go into the notes on the show, and, and it'll be linked for you there, and you can listen to it yourself. But uh, he talks about, in that episode, he talks about that in Serbia, about 30 years ago, there was a young man who was very impoverished. And on top of being poor and being in poverty, this young man was a victim of extreme physical and psychological abuse, and, and this happened all throughout his years growing up. This led him to uh, act out in violence, to uh, hurt and abuse others, but it also led him to want to hurt and abuse himself and to commit suicide. He was in a very dark place, a very, what seemed like a hopeless situation. Then one day, there was a 74-year-old woman who was in the neighborhood and noticed uh, this family that was in need, and she uh, brought food over them to them to bless them, to help them. And then she said this to the young man who opened the door that day. Uh, she said this. She said, Jesus can change your life. Jesus can change your life. That's all she said. This 74-year-old woman, she showed kindness. She showed empathy to the family. She wanted to help the family. But along with helping, she shared the message that Jesus can change his life. And he responded to that message of hope. And, and that young man, he came to God and he was born again of the water and of the Spirit. Uh, over time, he would later move to Canada. And then ultimately, that young man who was Radvan, uh, he would answer the call of God to be a UPCI pioneer missionary to the country of Croatia. An incredible story uh, of 
of what God can do in somebody's life. Simply because a 74-year-old woman was willing to take a step of faith to help a family in need, but to also share the message of hope that can be found only in Jesus. Jesus can change your life. So I want to wrap up by encouraging you to simply preach Jesus to your friends. Preach Jesus to your friends, your family, your colleagues, to, to anyone who will listen. Preach the message of Jesus to them. Remind somebody that Jesus loves them today and that he can change their life like he did your life and like he did my life. He can change your tomorrows. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be something incredible, but it can be a simple message just like Philip did that day. And if we just preach Jesus to a world that desperately needs him, there is no telling what God can do through a message that you are willing to share to help somebody in need. Mm-hmm.